just uh, trying to see if I can say, Paul, need to leave in half an hour. Pardon my name. So uh, I hope everyone here has been introduced to these ideas of framed in the idea of non-duality and hopefully have seen that the entertaining of non-duality from where we start is basically a study of duality, yeah? a study of what we're not and an understanding of what we're not and a sort of knowing of what we're not. And we see that it would be maybe a mistake if you would directed that urge to know and understand and experience what you are, yeah. that, that innocent, noble idea would be already uh, off because we are what we're looking for. That's the only reason. We are what we're looking for. Therefore, looking for it doesn't serve the purpose of recognizing a being of it, let's say. And there's no recognizing that just is a being of it. And so based on that, to hear about what we are as what we're not even compounds the problem. So when you get interested in this idea, the, interested, the interest in the idea can be uh, an obscuring agent, yes? Because the more you believe you need to know, the less there's a sense that you are, yeah? The more that you want to experience, the less you're recognizing that you're being it, yeah? It's, just, it's the same dilemma we talk about. We use the word, the, the idea of a wave and an ocean. And the persistence of that bit of ocean taking itself to be a wave causes something very unusual to happen, which is the ocean, as the wave starts looking for the ocean, yeah? Now, from the ocean's point of view, that would be pretty freaking absurd, yeah? But from the wave's point of view, it makes total sense. And so the wave wants to learn about the ocean, makes sense, wants to know about the ocean because it feels like it can learn about it, have an understanding of it, experience of it, experience it, maybe just maybe, through a Herculean event or a grace from a higher power, I could be stabilized in it, yeah? But that can't happen because the little trip up is you are that, yeah? You are that. So any, any movement of using it to find itself reinforces this crazy idea that you're not it. So your pursuit of knowledge about it and knowing it and trying to experience it and trying to understand it is actually being used to reinforce that you don't, you're not it, yeah? That you're gonna have to leave where you really are and try to arrive at where you hope you are, yeah? And so hearing about it, hearing about consciousness and emptiness and no thingness 
can be totally neutered if it's heard as a thing or by a thing, yeah? So the thing goes through incredible mental gymnastics trying to believe that it's a non-thing, yeah? But the only way it can try to believe it's a non-thing is as a thing. So that's the failing of it, yeah? And after you've tried it and you've tried to hold that pose of union, of union or total stability with it and whatever, and then you freaking exhaust and the whole house of cards falls apart, we hope that enough of us have had enough of those events that something was revealed. And hopefully what was revealed and becomes a new basis is maybe I don't know what I am, but I sure starting to know what I'm not, yeah. And in a sense, once that, that urge to try to know what you are as something else gets, fails us, like becomes so freaking obvious that there's an exhaustion to that, you have a rude awakening that, you know, I'm not gonna get it. I am actually why it's not seemingly obvious, yeah? And it's a frustrating situation as that, yeah? It's tried to wiggle out of it. It's tried to do this and do that. And it hopefully hits a point where it is just a giving up, yeah? The system recognizes its own failure in a way. It's come to a point where it recognizes its own failure concerning this topic. And the great news of that is why it's not terrible news. It's who hears it or what hears it makes it what it is. When, you, when there's an exhaustion of trying to find what you are out from what you're not, what suddenly becomes obvious is what you are. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It just becomes obvious what you are by the exhaustion of what you're not trying to get it. Yeah. So this is why it drives people crazy when they go to talks and they, people will say, there's nothing you can do. But it's, that message is being heard as a, as a doer. It's, you know, you're basically saying, <laughs> it just doesn't work. So the doer tries to contort itself into non-doing. So it figures, all right, I'm gonna do myself into non-doing. Or I'm gonna do and have myself into being because it can't go any other way. That's the programming, yeah? The programming has quite strong limitations. And then the bottom one that, in, which was really accelerated through active addiction was the idea that self can actually escape from self, yeah? That's, that's the fervent hope that, that this system, uh, lives on which is someday i'm gonna escape from here as that as paul yeah and i'm gonna be able to enjoy the absence of paul the other paul as another greater paul the authentic paul or the closer to god paul or whatever it gives you so many different rationalizations but basically the system can't get that it's, it's a fundamental part of it. it. When it runs into a wall and realizes, I can't get out of self, it doesn't hope, it doesn't realize that it's self trying to get out of self. It's, it's thinking it's Paul, AKA self, can't get out of self. When it keeps running into that wall and then backing up 
And instead of just having a surrender and an admittance, it just finds another vehicle to ram into the wall. So it's drugs, spirituality, then spirituality takes too long, back to drugs, whatever. It just keeps on. And you realize it's no matter how many times it's pulled over and the policeman writes the little citation, hey, this ain't working, it's going to try to work it. Yeah. So how am I going to get out of that? As Paul, when Paul is an, is an appearance of self, yeah, I can't. That's the admittance. The admittance is Paul can't get out of self as self, yeah. And Paul is self, yeah. So Paul can't get out of self. What? My whole drive, my whole life since I've been six years old is Paul trying to get out of self. That's impossible. So. And where did that come from? It's not an edict or a fucking proclamation. It came from a lot of people trying to get out of self as self experience. And they finally saw it where they shared enough of it to a lot of other people. They came to a conclusion. Hey, self can't get out of self. Far out. Yeah. Finish. Point. Stop. Okay. Then there's the feeling like, well, if I, if I stop trying to get out of self, everything's going to collapse. Everything's going to, I'll just lay on a couch all day. Nothing but all coming from the self, it's the self's programming. The programming is defending itself. So it says, well, if I, if I just give up that and allow it to be as much as it wants to be me, I'm going to be totally screwed, but you're screwed trying not to do that. Yeah, that's the funny thing. You're totally screwed trying to not to do that. So what happens is, all right, I'm not that. And then a lot of the stuff that the system was trying to avoid and deny is allowed to catch up to it. And then that, that oh, I'm going to die from this. It's going to be super terrible. And then it lands. And when it lands, you realize it's not real. And you realize at that moment, you're trying to make it unreal, made it as real as real can be. In other words, I'm casting my own shadows that I'm afraid of. Yeah. And by running from the shadows, I'm causing that I'm, I'm projecting the shadow from that desire, from that seeking, from that energy. It projects something. So now I'm, I'm constantly being followed by something I can't shake because I'm the projecting of it. Yes. Yeah. I'm not, but the, the idea of self is the projecting of it. So, all right, I hope we're all at that point that we've seen the futility of trying to get out of me as me. Or, try, you know, I want to be there to experience my own absence. So when people come and share, I disappeared for four weeks. Well, what the, how did you know? Because what's, what's reporting that they had disappeared for four weeks? I didn't disappear. Yeah. It was just like, I disappeared. Well, who, who would have known then? Yeah. So <laughs> if something unreal disappears, it's like it was never real to begin with. You see? Nothing disappears. All this shit appears. And then there's a seeing through. There's no need for anything to disappear. It does. It does. That does doesn't matter. The unreality has been seen. It's like we said last week with that Zen statement. First, there is the mountain. 
And then there is no mountain far out. That's what we really like. And then we get disappointed when the mountain appears again. Yeah. Why? Well, I thought it was going to stabilize. I thought this, I did five, I did five ceremonies in a row. I kissed Tibetan Lama's feet. I, 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 in a cold igloo, I sweated and I got myself warm with my own mind. And here it is again. What happened? This thing can't seem to get out of me as me. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully we see that. And hopefully we can see, please stop reading about what you are. Please stop reading because what's going to happen is you're not going to find out what you are. You're going to have conceptions of what you are, which is going to cause a not finding out because you'll be walking around thinking you know. Yeah. So why is there any need to find out? I already know. Yeah. So I don't want to hear all I am is consciousness. Give me a freaking break. Who cares if I'm, if that's what I am, why is it that we keep trying to describe the indescribable? Let's describe the describable. Yeah. Let's describe the describable to the indescribable instead of trying to describe the indescribable to the describable. Why not? Has it worked the one way? No. You, are, is there still a holding out for hope? Yes. Yeah, there is. So this is a simple little message. It's a negation of what we take to be the activity of being Paul. Subject, object, yes and no, good and bad, worst thing that ever happened, best thing that ever happened, da 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 da. All of that. I'm not apart from it. This is part of it. This is the dualism of subject-object. It's not two. It's not two. It's not saying there's one, and there's no need to describe one. Why would you need a description of what you are? Why? If you're what is indescribable, don't you see the danger of describing it? If we are the indescribable, don't you see the danger of describing it? Maybe we should just leave that alone and just sort of see what we're not, get an understanding of the system that seems to be running at this moment and sort of see its warnings of how it regroups, that it will show up in time where wherever you are in timelessness, it will show up in time. Yeah. It will show up. And when it shows up, obviously as an after, it will imply that it's before. That's what it does. Yeah. And then the clock starts running and now we're in bizarro world because everything starts from that which comes after is now before and a lot of shit can go off on that. Yeah. So the message isn't, mm. the message is of timelessness. The warnings are of time. We're, we're trying to warn ourselves of how the system is going to regroup. How, like how the 2001 computer said, uh, hey, Bob, I'm taking over, yeah, da, da, da. yes? Well, 
that 2001 movie is 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. In time, this, this thing, this activity is going to arise and put itself before the timeless. Yeah. And now, and you can tell it's been happening because when the timeless starts looking for the timeless, that's how you can tell something's off. You can tell when what you are is, you, is being used to look for what you are. That's a pretty damn good indication that something is afoot, yeah? <laughs> they just are. They're super clear. Why would reality ever want to attain reality if it's reality? It has to truly, in time, believe it's something else. It has to. And that's the correction of non-duality. That believing in something else did not create something else. There's no creating of it. The only reality is that, yeah? Yet that reality in dreaming can, uh, many, 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 many insane ideas can appear to be true. They can seem to be true, yeah? Always, always, they would be negated by a starting or a looking out of timelessness. The timelessness wouldn't start heralding the ultimate. It would negate what's been apparently taken to be so. That's what would happen. Yeah. It wouldn't be singing. It wouldn't be uh, trumping its own horn. It would see, it would give you a point where you could see what you're not with the hopes that there would be like a boomerang shot and you'd get an intimation of what you are, which is the seeing the seeing of what you're not, the seeing, the awareness, yeah, the awareness, yeah. And then what happens? Once that correction, which was never needed to begin with, it's already been so anyway, but once that correction seems to take hold here in time, then what we all need to hear are warnings about how that systematic activity in time is going to regroup and attempt to put that which is before after itself. That's what it will do. It's done it with spirituality to tons of us, tons of us. We had an incredible awakening, and then, but then after a few days, it's, something has taken over. The chameleon is now running the show, and now the chameleon like changes its closet. It, the leather jacket goes away, the tight pants. Now it's like yoga pants, patchouli oil. And then it, all it does is try to mimic its concepts of what it would look like to be spiritual. Really? Yeah. And then poor, there's so many poor suckers, we fall for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Give me about six months to grow my hair, then I'll look spiritual. So for the next six months, I got to what? Yeah. So I hope. You know, I hope this has been serving us, these meetings. Because what I saw, just as a novel inception of an incredible idea, this idea of non-duality, I saw exactly what I've set out to warn people about. I have. I saw the selfing regroup and constantly keep implying through the mental activity, and if a lot of interest and attention is still wedded to the mental activity, there's going to be a taking of that which you're not as you. 
it is it's going to happen yeah and so and the takeover can be it's it's almost seamless because it has you forget so quickly by being a historical you so and you know what i don't know how many warnings we share maybe six or seven because the whole point is it's not oh this is going to take 39 warnings and you're, we're going to have start with a, a yellow belt and then you'll have a black belt of warning number seven and you'll move up to the next elevation. No, the warnings are going to serve us by seeing what you're not as a mechanical event. Yeah, the selfing, the selfing. And once you, once the noun is drained out of the whole mirage or the whole magic trick, the verb is a lot different, a lot different. It's when the noun has already been established, then we're sort of, then you may need to have like a divine proctologist, you know, you may need to have something come and fucking pull you out of your ass. But I'm hoping we're all out of there. And so basically, there's the warnings. We'll repeat them, we'll repeat everything. And this is just a humble view coming through Paul I'm not saying it has anything to do with anyone else's view. I don't even care. This is what's working with me. I'm sharing it with you. And uh and I can be I can be rest assured I'm I'm gonna be there to share it as long as I'm alive. Yeah? Because it has nothing to do with me. And I would have thought this thing would have gotten bored with it like fifteen years ago. It doesn't seem to. So basically, <laughs> here you go. So, and we're not shooting for, you know, a unified transcendence, just traveling lighter, yes? Traveling lighter as that which you're not. So you can make, so that you, this whole event won't be so traumatic, this 80 years of being disappointed and seeing hope fall apart and people and ideas you trusted fail you and all that. Hopefully it will allow that, a little mercy to that traveling lighter, yeah? But I really humbly believe when you pass away, it, this will be like it never happened, really, because it really never has happened. It's dreaming. Yeah. Not to take you the importance of what's going on now, but in a context, 80 years ain't much, yeah? There you have it for tonight. Hey, Sonny, your name just stays at an hour. No matter, we just spent, we just spent 20 minutes. It's not gone down to 40 minutes. I still said to leave in an hour. Is that how you go everywhere? <laughs> Let me tell you, I need to be leaving in an hour. All right. <laughs> Last time I was there for half an hour, I couldn't change it for some reason. I didn't. <laughs> it's going to be like a countdown, Sunny's countdown. You only have 40 minutes to get through to Sunny, 30 minutes. All right, well, that's it. Kerry wants to ask a question. He's looking right at me. He's in the center square. Okay, I'm unmuting him. Go ahead, Kerry. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, so if you are what you're looking for, where does um, grace play in your life? 
in time. Grace is sort of the uh, conclusion you come to when there's a lot of experiences that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself, yes? So for me, in a way, bundling all of those events up, I would say grace, yes? Because I can't see anything else doing it, and I sure know that which I can see didn't do it, so let's just call it a movement of grace, yeah? Yeah, so that's how I feel about it. And I don't even feel, uh, I would say, the grace is always available at all times. Our eyes to see it and appreciate it may grow, you know? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, we have Sunny. Sunny, I have another statement. Sonny needs to keep all his questionings under 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can fit it. Um, so considering the, uh, the wave ocean analogy, you know, I'm going through my life thinking I'm this wave and I've, I've uh, you know, I've got this control. No, you're not going through your life. You're not going through your life thinking there's a wave. There's a thinking of a wave. But I'm, I'm trying to outcompete other waves because they're other than me. I'm trying to attract a surfer to ride me because it makes me more important. And then if, if, I, if I get what you're saying or, you know, through my journey, then I become that I'm not the wave, that I'm, I'm the ocean, right? And then if I, yeah. if I am the ocean from that understanding or whatever that experience or that felt sense, is there still a wave that's manifesting yes. as... And, and that's my question, basically. Yes, of course. And, and, so, and what does the wave then do, right? Does the wave not, then the wave stops competing against other waves because it has that sense of emotionless? I don't know, but I don't know what will happen. That's part of the fun. You'll have to find out. Really, I don't know. But let's say this wave thing with the, first there is the mountain. So again, so first there is no wave. Yeah. Then there is a wave, then there is no wave, and then there is a wave again. Yes? It's the same thing. Yeah. So the whole point is usually it started with first there is a wave, then there is no wave, there's a wave again. This way, so if those three things are like that, that produces a different effect. First there is the wave, so the wave seems to be the alpha and the omega. Then there is no wave. Oh, far out. And then there is a wave, yeah. But we're stating the fact that there is no wave before the wave, yeah. Not as a result that the wave is going to go through. Before the wave, there was no wave. And then the wave has an experience or an event. There is no wave. And then there's the wave again. That's what disappoints them. That, that fourth part, that, you know, the third part in the Zen thing, where there's a disappointment, oh fuck the mountain back. But see, you don't travel through that when 
the first one was there. There is no way. That's what you travel lighter through. You travel lighter through when the, when the wave appears again. Yeah? That's where the traveling lighter is. See? If there was here, first there is the mountain. Then there is, is no that, Is that because there's no identification as the wave once you're in that, once you're in that, uh, you know, felt sense of, of whatever that is in the background? So there's no actual identification with the wave as it's rolling through. There's no, there's no, there's no like guilt and, and remorse and, and all this, all this stuff. No, that no, no, there's that, there's that stuff. There's that stuff, but it has a whole, the content and the length changes quite a lot of all that. Yeah. Okay. So here, see, if everything starts as first, there is a mountain. So let's say there's first, there is Paul. Yeah. Then there is no Paul. That's my big spiritual awakening. Yeah. And, but then a Paul comes back and that's usually very, very disappointed to the Paul that thought it lost the Paul. Yeah. But if you go back a little further and have a clear understanding that there has been, there is no Paul is the beginning point. Not that there is a Paul and then there's no Paul and then there's Paul again. There's no Paul fact, then there's an appearance of Paul, then there's the appearance of no Paul to Paul, and then there's the appearance of Paul again. Yeah? The relief doesn't come from, the relief is already inherently available, is that there's no Paul. No matter how many un-Paul, no matter how many times Paul becomes un-Paul and then back to Paul, there's no Paul. That's the joy. Yeah? That's where the real relief is. So therefore, it has no problem with itself appearing as a wave, where when it's taken itself to be a wave and then realizes it's the ocean, it's truly bothered by constantly appearing as a wave again. It feels like it's now disqualified itself from being the ocean because, hey, look it, it's waving, yes? That doesn't have the same effect if the beginning is first there is no way. That's the point. Okay, That's so the then non duality is negating first there was the mountain, then there is no mountain, and then there's a mountain again. Non duality said no, there is no mountain, period. All right, then you went through appearance. Hey, there's an appearance of a mountain. I'd really like to have that fucking go away. Oh, then there is no mountain. Hallelujah. Ah, that's fantastic. What? The stubbornness of the mountain appears again and you're bummed out as a mountain. <laughs> the freedom isn't for the mountain. It's from the mountain. And the freedom is inherently available. If you put the first statement in, first, there is no mountain. First, there, first and last, there's never been a Paul. So it wasn't like there was a Paul and then it was a no Paul, and then it, it resurrected to be Paul again. Those are mental gymnastics appearing in the dreaming. The fact is there is no now, there is no Paul. That you can be assured of throughout all the appearances of Paul, yeah? Mm. If you want the appearances of Paul to stop, that's an appearance of Paul wanting the appearances of Paul to stop, yeah? You lose interest in all that. Nothing has to stop. You just lose interest in it. 
Yeah. And then everything seems to have permission to do what it's doing, yet there, that effect isn't grand on you because you're now, there's, there's a, a sense of you that's resting in that which cannot be touched, yes? That all the shenanigans of Paul and unPaul and Paul again can't leave a mark on, yeah? That's mm. the joy of it. And that joy starts permeating your day-to-day -day events in a very, probably very ordinary, uh, unspecial, not calling attention to it, just a traveling lighter. Yet it's a profound difference. Profound and, difference. And is that, is that because coming from an understanding of being an ocean, and if there is the sunny that appears, I'm no longer like judging sunny, fat, ugly, bald, rich, poor, or judging others. There's no entanglement because it's just whatever it is, right? But my, the, the yes. true abiding is as an ocean and whatever appears, appears. And if I, if I go to jail, I go to jail. It doesn't matter, right? It's, it's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. As, see, the thing is, it's not an understanding of the ocean. It's the understanding of the wave. I don't understand the ocean. I understand the wave, yeah? I am the ocean. There's no need to understand the ocean. Okay. What I need, it seems like here in this little dreaming event, I need to understand the wave because it seems like I've taken myself to be one. So let's see if I am one, yeah? Because <laughs> if I take myself to be one, I see everything through the wave, yeah? When I hear about myself as ocean, I hear it as maybe a possibility of, of diving into one day or experiencing or having it or understanding it. It never, never, never has the possibility of being it because the possibility of being something has been taken, its place is the wave, yeah? So there's the assumed, the assumed fact is I'm a wave and so the best I can do with the ocean is experience it, you know, try to live near it, you know, sail on top of it, whatever. But the, the idea of being it will escape me as the wave. See, I don't well, give a shit up if the wave understands the ocean. That doesn't mean anything to me because that's still held as a wave. I want to see the wave, yeah? Because there isn't one. There's just waving, yeah? It's just selfing, 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 constantly applying its color to everything. Yes. So what? You see it. Then you're not beholden to it. Yeah. And I find acceptance occurs, really. I don't find any vanquishing or killing. What? You can't kill an imaginary thing. Yeah. There's an acceptance of things things there is i mean i've been wanting to get out of here since i was six years old basically i have no desire to leave at all here none that's been totally removed zippo none yeah i mean it, to me that's the great success really yeah i've realized the greatest escape you know, the wisdom of no escape is that there, you can't escape from an imaginary event <laughs> as an imaginary thing. You can't do it. So 
that's been made very, very clear through a lot of pursuits in this life, drug addiction, spirituality. It's very, very clear. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> it just, I can't use myself to find myself. Yeah, it's just that simple. I can't, like Hoang Po says, and I've been saying, you know, I've loved this statement because I was introduced to it a long time ago and it really has, it always provokes a lot of sense feltness of the relief when you realize something, yeah? You realize you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha and you realize that as on the Buddha side, yeah? You realize you can't use mind to seek mind as the mind. You realize you can't use light to seek light as the light, yeah? It really puts a lot of end to a lot of stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Sunny. Go ahead, Mary. Hi, Paul. Hi. There you are. Can you see I'm me? Looking. It doesn't matter, Hi. but I can hear you. Oh, right. there you are. Hi, Paul. Yes. Hey, um, Sharon. Um, Paul, so, by the way, I, I do hope you keep going with these. These have been so helpful, these um, meetings with you. And, um, yeah, so that's my, my, my hope that, uh, that you will keep and stay with us. Um, so, my experience lately, and I wonder about your, if you can help with this, is like, so the wave is frothing all over the place, you know, uh, but there's, it's like this, again, maybe it's a kind of just another version of duality where there's all kinds of froth, but at the same time, there's this kind of, just this stillness or can't even describe it, whatever it is, but the frothing is still happening, super intense, you know, ebbs and flows, but it's still, there um but I, and you talked a couple of weeks ago about this traveling lighter and how you how you recognized it was like the fruit of your life how it was just how it was showing up in your life was you could see it by the fruit and yes i love yes. that because it isn't like oh here it is you know it's more like can i be in some not all cases but in some cases where there's a lot of froth sort of feel this almost like a split like the course talks about the split mind right but i i'm aware that that could just be again just another manifestation of my own mary um yeah so i just wondered about that about what <laughs> well <laughs> sort of like living like a split screen you know like you have a tv oh, yeah, yeah. going on yeah yeah again most of the confusion is held by one part of the split screen. Yeah. 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 And uh, the less interest, the better towards that splitness of the screen. Yeah. All of the huffing and puffing and the frothing, it's going to dissipate. 
and things will change. Yes, but that which brings a leavening agent to that doesn't change. It doesn't expand and contract. It doesn't disappear and then show back up. It doesn't loom large and then I can't recognize it anywhere. It's always available at all times. And it's not having any opposite of it going on. Yes? It just is. It's sort of like the freedom before the bondage and then the idea of freedom after bondage. It's quite different. The freedom before bondage is the freedom from the person who would have been bound or then then sooner or later unbound. That's the real freedom. Yeah? Mm -hmm. The freedom is from the need to be liberated because that which you're not is constantly trying to liberate itself from that which it's not as it's not. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You lose, you get freed from that need to be liberated. You get freed from a lot of stuff and there's no opposite of that freedom. Yeah? There's not a freedom and then bondage. There's just freedom. It's just spaciousness. There's no contraction. It's just spaciousness. Yeah. Then you have the other part that's resting, trying to ride the froth and is super afraid of drowning in the froth, not ever recognizing that it's what's causing the frothing. Yeah. And shit like that. That's what happened. Now, to me, if that's not seen as something other than you, it's going to be a drama. Yeah. If seen as something other than you, there's going to be a lot of comedy in there. A lot of comedy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just where it's being seen from. Yeah. If you're seeing it in the midst of the froth and you're going under every second and then you've heard this fancy philosophy that says, well, you're not drowning, Mary. No, this and that. You better fucking get a, a, a life preserver <laughs> from from the other, whatever, there's no other, but from whatever, you see that and uh <laughs> it's like an old Charlie Chaplin movie. You've seen you've seen yourself tied to a train track, you've seen yourself in the froth, you've seen yourself in thousands of these conditions in this little like like a like an old movie reel. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's a hilarity to it, really. There's a hilarity to it. Now, if you take them individually and thinking they're unique and why is this happening to me, the hilarity may, may take a lot longer to, to, see, to see it. But if you see it's not you, uh, the hilarity will ensue quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, can you can you speak to one more thing? Can can you yes, can I sure. ask another question about yes. you, you, where you say let it land? Huh? Because as an as an addict, right, that has been my life goal is to not let anything land. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And so yeah. and so the frothing creates all this like it feels like it's central nervous system or that's the illusion or whatever. It's in the you know it's in the system and like when you say let it land you know does that mean just like let whatever that energy whatever you want to call it is just be have its way 
with in the system and then sort of dissipate that way is that is that what you mean let it land well what i'm gonna how i'm gonna say it in experiences uh, without you knowing it it lands yeah and then things happen and that's why you know how let, then you can say let it land usually the first time it lands you're not saying let it land you're fucking busy doing whatever but something overrides you and then something lands and now in reflection you can see oh yeah that fucking worked really well let it land yeah but it doesn't that that plane isn't calling you as the tower for your permission it's life life is uh in a way you can see it as love demanding itself from you basically <laughs> so if you've hid love away but into all these things that you've made real by trying to make them as unreal as possible for many many years then something occurs and then life overrides your little idea and it, and it lets all these fucking planes land and everyone that you were super afraid of disembarks and nothing kills you and you go whoa jesus christ let them all land yeah because then you you've seen something you've seen that my thing my trying to make things unreal make them as real as real can be that's a fucking principle my trying to avoid something makes it incredibly attractive just like with me and the cops I set out to avoid cops and I'd be arrested every fucking day. <laughs> but the exact thing I didn't want to happen would always fucking happen. Mm -hmm. And I ne never saw, hey, do, in 30 different, uh, uh, let's say, examples of it, you're the one constant. You got to realize something. You're rolling things, yeah? So something finally lands it doesn't kill you. Now you can say, as a survivor of this imaginary apocalyptic thing you try to put off forever, you can say to others, yeah, let it land. It's not gonna kill you. Yeah, It's actually going to uh, be quite beneficial in the dreaming of oneself out of this dreaming. Yeah. So I think I said it, yeah. Yes, thanks, Paul. That's what I mean. I just was observation. I came into recovery and recovery was a possibility. And talking about Kevin saying about grace, recovery and grace, I don't know which came first. Mm. Yeah. But what happened is I had been what I thought successfully avoiding a lot of shit in my life, yet not knowing the huge cost that it occurred to me. And then when I got sober, all those things I had been conveniently avoiding sort of found me and they landed. And then basically when they landed, I thought that was the moment of, you know, just like just dissolution, the mental state like this and fucking nothing killed me. And I saw I was giving them a huge reality by trying to make them unreal. I saw it. A principle was revealed and I've seen that principle highlighted in my own life and in other people's lives ever since just mm -hmm. like a highlight so i see it yeah so that's why i can come here and share with you because the sense of letting that the sense of what i'm describing is a strong sense the action figure 
got hit with those impressions and they've now become expression. And I'm, I'm expressing a principle that was seen in it. And I'm sharing with you because principles override circumstances and situations. Yeah. If you bring a principle into a circumstance or situation, you'll see it in a different light than if you're just keeping looking at all the circumstances and situations as unique, special events. They're not. They're repetitions of things. All right, uh, next, uh, Mike. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Thank Mary. you, honey, yeah. I'm not going anywhere unless I get a better deal for Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Any offers? No. <laughs> Any questions? No questions. Well, I can see certain people, they're like a horse with a bit. They're chomping on the bit, ready, ready to go. I can hear they're kicking on the barn door. They're ready. Julia? <laughs> I've learned to not ask questions anymore. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Grasshopper. <laughs> All right, I see Tom over there. Rahinda, Deepak is back. Nice to see you, Deepak. George. Ben, Ben's probably asleep now. It's good. A uh, friend of uh, from Pat from the north, the northwest. Yes, Pat. Yeah, one of my my old time devotees who I never knew. <laughs> That's the best kind of a devotee. <laughs> All right, and here I am. This is the best page. There's Z, Z, Ted. James, Kerry, Kerry, uh, Captain, uh, whatever. What was his name in uh, Star Trek? Captain Kirk. Hey, getting ready. We're going to go into hyperspeed. Oh, Pat does have a question. <laughs> oh, who does? Pat? Pat, yeah. Can you uh, unmute yourself, Pat? Hey, Mike, do you have the levels? Do you have the how many questions certain people ask? There's a quota. Have you you got a little graph there? I'll I'll see if Zoom will. Square, square gets X. All right. So Pat. Um, two weeks ago, I, I oh oh, it's Pat. Yes. I I talked to you about how I I felt like even though you don't use the word healing, that your message is yeah. really healing. So just because no one else seems to be fighting for this time i'm gonna just um say say some things here so the course in miracles was um uh i know it wasn't really authored but it was kind of uh, transmitted through uh these two people who had a, their background in christian science and I've done quite a bit of study on Christian science, which was discovered by this woman, Mary Baker Eddy, in the 1860s or something. And she just briefly, so she was just, a, she'd been ill her whole life. And she had a, 
um, the, the average lifespan of a woman at that time was 45. And when she was 45, she had a terrible fall on the ice in the in a Massachusetts, New England uh, winter. And the doctors were called and told her friends to prepare for her death. And so she was literally on her deathbed and she asked to see a Bible and she opened it to one of Jesus' healings. And she had this like incredible revelation. She got up, she got dressed, she went for dinner. She lived 45 more years. She um, wrote this book uh, about Christian science. And there were so many healings that she was facilitated. And she got her insight from how she felt that Jesus' healings. And she felt that Jesus saw the unreality that you were talking about, the unreality the, of the self, this illus illusory world. And because of there being one mind, Jesus' profound knowing of that unreality of this appearance, including the disease, the diseased appearance, his knowing that as part of the one mind, people got it. They're like, holy, holy shit, I don't have leprosy anymore. Holy shit, I can see. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I still feel, sorry I'm going back to this, because I still feel like your message has this incredible potential to, whew, like traveling lighter, yeah, for sure, but even deeper. I feel like it has this potential for people to really see the unreality of the appearance, what they're not, including the diseased part of what they're not. Yeah. Hey, Paul, can I add to that? Because yeah. that, that's yeah. a big deal to me too, but I just wanted to add how the word healing, just like, like she says, this is very healing, but it's because beyond the conventional ideas of how we keep going to like the physical idea. So like, I still use that myself with like, it, I, you know, I'm not this thought, I'm not that which thinks it's having that thought. So in that, I am that thought, that's healing to me. In other words, like thought's not a big deal. It, it's, it's like you said, it could be funny, it could be, it, or, or a healing feeling. It can be just the same thing as like, I don't say I pray for people now, I, you know, as a skillful means I say, I pray as people. Because where else is that image occurring, you know? And so that that ewing of of what was taken to be me that needed to pray for somebody else, you know, I just could never get that get that way. But it's still the same as, you know, that little twist. Pray as that person, and that feels very healing. I mean, that's so. Yeah, I mean, I just I'm I'm, I'm glad that Pat brings that up because like, you know, there's nothing wrong with how we know this other our other traditions or the other wordings or whatever. And it's really cool that they're not different. <laughs> yeah, so that's a big deal to yeah. me too. Well, the beauty of the whole message is uh, it's going to express through whatever vehicle it's put in. Yeah. And in a lot of the ways, I think a great, great healing 
without the appearance of healing is acceptance. Yeah. So I find acceptance uh, because the action figure has its own destiny. And not, not every action figure's destiny is to be healed physically. Yeah. Uh, because there's other possibilities that are going to appear here and they need that dis-ease to be produced. Yeah. So the acceptance uh, uh, in my own experience as what I'm not, you know, that's what I'm speaking from. When I was a kid, I had a over my my mother, my father and my grandmother died the same year. My grandmother lived with us and brought me up. And I was nine years old. And something happened where I got sucked into my head and my thought system became my defender and my my counsel because these two objects or these two opportunities of love were removed. I had no idea what death was about and just you're never going to see them again. And so I went in there and then of course that led to being taken over by alcoholism and addiction and all this went on. And when I got sober, this Paul was taken to be like an urban renewal project. It was constantly having being being judged and critiqued and forced and driven to become better, to combat its belief that it wasn't better. Yeah. Like it had a lot of guilt and shame. And I saw that as a never ending event. And the way acceptance of that, of this action figure came about was realizing I'm not that. That was it, really. The whole urban renewal project was pretty much shut off. I realized, you know, this is a Toyota. You know, it's not meant to be a chariot of the gods. It's not going to be my transcendent vehicle. It's not going to be anything. And the best day the body ever had was the day the mental state lifted off of it. Yeah. When that fucking mental hand got off of that golden egg. And uh, to talk about healing, a lot of healing, as Jesus used to say, it says it's a done, done according to your belief and your faith, yeah? Because there's a lot of holding back. We're, we're presenting a lot of withholding. There's, this is ruled by judgment and decree and sentencing, and, and you've been convicted of many, many things which are a way of being with, you're withheld from healing. You are totally withheld from healing. Because sometimes living, living, is a form of healing, yeah, a great form of healing. So to be led off of, and to me, I think the biggest hook of all is our own head's hook, yeah. You wanting to seek forgiveness from others, you and I have been convicted. The mental state has judged behaviors that it promoted through this action figure and claimed to be its, to be justifiable, to be convicted to be sentenced. And that sentence is a withholding, a, a withdrawing from living, 
yeah? And to me, what this message did, it moved my sense feltness to the pulse of being alive, being, 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 yeah? Not from that dead fucking mental artery pumping yesterday and tomorrow, but the pulse of living, yeah? And that, to me, personally, has initiated tons of healing, even though some of the, the injuries aren't healed, there's been a huge healing around it, yes? That's the beauty of it. So, yeah, this, this, this having the horse in front of the cart establishes a whole lot of other possibilities. A lot of things that didn't even seem to be known or at never even dreamt to be possible suddenly become apparent, yeah? It's this, this thing we're sharing since when I started to feel this thing moving through and it came to this conclusion that the most important part of the sharing is really warnings of how the system regroups and the act of identification as self replaces you, yeah, with an interpretation. I've never left that point because that which is directing me hasn't told me to. It said, without seeing this, you're gonna be looking from this mental effect, you are. It's gonna place you <laughs> in its own cube, yeah, like this. It has a prearranged square for you right here, yeah? And it wants you to live and communicate and experience and take life in to, through this, into this tiny little square. It's like the old uh, thing in Tibetan Buddhism, they have a, a, an image of a hungry ghost where it's got a super huge belly but a very small mouth. It can never get enough, well, that we're doing it the, the other way. The, the, ex, the, the way of expressing has been so, so collapsed, so contracted, not enough of, of our light is getting out. And without that circulation, there's a dis-ease. There's a lack of feeling the completion of, you know, a breathing in, not stopping here, but way there, and then a breathing out, a circulation of duality here. When it's when you think when when you believe this is where you withdrawn and you think the brain is in the brain is out the brain is of a body we never go in we're always out yeah going into the head is not in it's out to recognize when this see it's like here's the attention and interest it's naturally going to go yeah but we have this billboard with us with a happy or a sad face and then it hits that like a trampoline and so it keeps going out. So it's just, it's a loop of self-importance. It goes out, back to out, 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 out. It needs this circulation. It's gotta go in like into no thing, yes? And then come out into thing, no thing, out into thing. And then that little dive into no thing brings what you've been looking for in the out in it brings it in you express what you've been trying to acquire you express love instead of getting love that's the opportunity the opportunity isn't getting and having it's giving yes that's the joy it's expression and that whole 
the mental state has it all fucking locked in. Let's a little dribble out. Yeah. Brings tons of shit in, a little dribble out. Yeah. That's why you're talking about the healing. Because this possibility leads to so many other possibilities. This possibility that I'm not that, oh, so many court cases are based on you being that. So many of the convictions are based on you being that. It's a beautiful annulment. It's a beautiful fucking annulment. And while you're in Rome, you're, you do as the Romans do. You pay your fees, you do this, but you're not the convicted one. That's the beauty. Yes, you are what you've always been looking for. Yeah. So. Judith. I think Judith. Uh, we have another one, Mike. Judith. Thanks. Nice to see you, Pat. Judith. Yeah. Mike, uh, someone else? Judith. Judith. Judith is wanting she's, she's to. She's waiting. I don't know where. I can't oh, get Mike. Was, I, I thought she was excited. <laughs> oh, Judith. Is this? Hi, Judith. Oh, Judith. Oh, yes. All right, Judith. Come on. Did you unmute me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, great. Oh, Paul, thank you so much for bringing your view on healing because you put it so well. I, I had cancer of the thyroid and so, and 20 years ago. And so, and of course it was, it was um, me holding on to stuff right here, not expressing, not making things right with me for something that, well, yes, the action figure went through. And so when, when I found out that I had it, I called one friend and I said, please don't tell anyone this. But I just be, was confirmed with cancer of the thyroid. And I told it to the perfect person because he said to me, he laughed and he said, I know you, you're gonna kick it out of the ballpark. And then he laughed again and he said, and he said, um, he said, but some people out there, if they know about it, they're gonna say, that bitch, she deserved it because he said, you never held your gun. I always spoke my mind. And so something answered for me. And I say, yeah, I might deserve it, but I'm not keeping the son of a bitch. And so I went to, <laughs> to get rid of whatever. I had already done like five, 40 day fast on water. And and so in a ton of prayer, without realizing that the power of the prayer, prayer on the prayer, is in the prayer, not in the action figure. The prayer, the consciousness, not the consciousness, awareness. And so then I went to the health store, thumbed through this book, got the gist of it, went home, got rid of all the toxins in my house, 
eight grades for six months. And later on, the cancer left. And, and so that was partial healing, but then I had to deal with the real issue in my life. And it came in such a heavy way that when I hear you people talk about, oh, getting the heavy load, you can scrape me off my floor. I felt like, oh, I thought about all kinds of ways in which I could die without actually doing it myself. <laughs> and so, um, until I got some help. And, and so then I dealt with the real issue and I realized that, oh, anyway, then, then you came along, Paul. You came along and you just keep on blowing my mind away and I just keep absorbing everything that you say. It's just like I've been starving for every reality that you pour out, whatever this reverberation is. And I realized that everything that stood in my way was just of feeling some form of freedom, some form of some form of joy was just this idea this little idea that i was holding on to that i just wanted this super teacher <laughs> to come into my life and say the right thing i am more than that that i because i wasn't good enough to do it my myself and then when I saw that little idea, such a powerful little, tiny little, it was just like such a dust ball. Go away. It just opened up a whole bunch of stuff. And, and I've been so happy and so joyful. And then I was looking around wondering like, well, when is that monster coming back again? And so it wasn't coming so. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to be courageous here. And come on, come on, come on. And sure it came. And it was like I was dark and heavy for, for three, four days. I went on into this gloom. I couldn't do anything but just get up in the morning, feed my animals because I got a bunch of animals. Take care of them. Couldn't eat. My food tasted like sawdust. Everything was just horrible but i just kept doing the negation that you talked about i even negated that i was any good i negated that i had no hope i negated that i was hope i denied it i denied a bunch of stuff and i all of a sudden it left and it didn't kill me and i didn't I didn't think about dying in the process. At the same time, I'm just so grateful, Paul. Their healing, Jesus, even though I don't, anyway, I don't believe in that guy. The guy says, said, um, what is it worth for you to own the world and lose your soul? So you can be healed you, and, and then be in the same crap that you were in before. Get rid of the crap first and then the healing, whether it comes or not, 
it doesn't really matter because it's just happening to the action figure and you can be with it. I, I, Paul, you're just a miracle worker because I wouldn't, that energy that you, you grab us in is, is amazing. It's just, it does the work. And I hope that everyone gets the idea that they are prior and, and whatever you're saying, I know that you nail that all the time, all the time, all the time, and I appreciate that so much. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, honey. Thank you, oh, Judith. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, we'll move her to a special square. <laughs> thank you so much, Bob. Oh, we'll not for the square with, We'll for put you. it with James Bond over there. Um, <laughs> we'll squeeze you between Ted and James. Um, okay. All right, Judith. Aloha, thanks. Thanks very much, Prior Judith. Aloha. And Nick has oh, Prior something Judith, to say. Yeah. <laughs> Nick has something to say. Hey, Paul, I just wanted to add to the, um, the theme of healing. Uh, what was coming up for me a lot when you were talking about the the healings that can come from the message. Um, I was thinking the idea of uh, being a father. I think he said one time after a talk, he said something along the lines of, if this works for me, it can kind of work for anybody because I got five kids. I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but... Um, Prior to finding the message, there was a lot of heaviness around the idea. Um, my dad wasn't in my life. And then my stepdad, I wasn't particularly close to. And so having three stepkids and then two kids of my own, there was a lot of ideas about, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to be a dad. Uh, I'm going to screw this up. Um, uh, just really heavy shit. And the idea of the the ideas in the message allowed me to kind of see my role in all of that um i don't really know exactly <laughs> where i was going with it but it just just another example of a healing that took place and kind of like a uh, a, a miracle worth honoring that um it was really a redistribution of interest and attention. Mm -hmm. A lot of the interest and attention was on um, all the ways that I couldn't be a good father. And that was allowed to redistribute into this moment and, and being available for them here and now. Um, so just, just another healing that came from the message. So thank you. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's a joy to see people, some people who, who come to the talks, it's like they've never not been there. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. I'm happy. And you know, these are just benefits. These are like uh, unintended benefits. Yes, really. That's all. The point is, is you're not that, and then <laughs> you, that which you're not will do a whole lot better. 
<laughs> that which you're not will do a whole lot better not being that. <laughs> really. Yeah. So that's cool. Anyone else? Uh... Yep. Randy. Hey, Randy. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, we, I can hear you. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought it would be fun to to bring up the uh, the thing that you've mentioned before when you see me is like, well, you've I have I've been uh, not in a chair, just sitting in a, a normal room in a normal chair. Most of the time I've been on these Zooms and uh, actually it can be related to uh, your message in a way you've talked about you can't escape from an imaginary place and uh it's that's a message that maybe works on multiple levels where uh the the, the reason in my head that i've actually been all around you know outside on the floors and wherever wherever um there's a sense like well certain environments are are less conducive to whatever than, than others. You know, in the, in the context of these Zooms, it's like the message is received better if I'm outside or even if I'm in certain strange rooms in the house. And I, I kind of been messing around with that. And then mm. uh, you were kind of poking fun at that. And it's like, well, you know, like, maybe that is all in my head. Maybe that is the imaginary place. And I'm kind of trying to navigate my way around. And it's like, <laughs> why can't I just sit here? So I'm wondering if you can talk more about the, the imaginary place as it might uh, relate to uh, whatever it might relate to. I don't know how far that goes. All right, so let's say there's a recognition that what you are trying to get out of is an imaginary place, yeah? Let's just say there's, that's understood, but then the fun part is you'll watch what you're not keep trying to get out of it. <laughs> See, you, you getting that doesn't mean the action figure gets it, but that's the traveling lighter, yeah? So the action figure, let's say, uh, the action figure thinks it's in a hole and it's trying to find a lot of ways to get out of the hole. Then you realize the hole is imaginary, but the action figure is still assuming the hole is real, trying to get out of it. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily match that the action figure completely stops trying to get out of the imaginary hole. Yeah. That's the hilarity of it. It's not you. I'm serious. It's not you. The action figure has been wound up in a certain way and it does things almost like in rope, like repetition. Yeah. Yeah. It'll go down, go down, go down. That's why knowledge, self-knowledge, the knowledge held as what you're not doesn't always help what you're not. See, that's the trouble it has. It figures if it knew what's what's happening, it would have a a leg up over what's happening no it doesn't yeah you're not that that's the point you're not that you're not this yeah 
So no matter how much this becomes obvious, it doesn't 100% have to translate into what you're not. It doesn't. Yeah? It's just what you're not. <laughs> That's why when I first started giving talks, yeah, I went and I left recovery and I started going to other meetings and then people would greet me like this, you know, start giving me some kind of special treatment. I would start hanging out with them and that would be that, that illusion of me being like a superior light being would be dismissed in like 10 minutes at the dinner after the meeting. Now, if I didn't go to the dinner after the meeting, that idea may have persisted, yeah? But because I don't want any of that, because this is an ordinary, it's not about what you're not. I'm serious, yeah? There can be an infinite amount of water in what you are, and maybe you'll get 80 extra drops as what you're not. <laughs> so what you're not, is not you. <laughs> That's the point. So this, this constant assuming that it's going to translate immediately because I am that, really, you know. No, you're not this. Yeah. That's why, like, people would get surprised that masters like Nizagadatta had throat cancer and he still smoked. <laughs> he didn't stop smoking. Yeah. He had total realization, I'm not that. So you would think, oh, right, not that, stop smoking. It's not good for not you. But no, he smoked to his end days and shit like that. So people are perplexed. Why, what do you, what, you know? Or there's another one I got, which is a great Tibetan master of Dokchen. And all these people thought he was enlightened. And as he, as he got older, he went into Alzheimer's. He went into dementia. So he didn't even know what the fuck, you know, he had no, he, and everyone thought, how could he be in this condition? We thought he was enlightened. Yeah. The enlightenment had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Is that a the ghost? Enlightenment, the enlightenment is not of the body. Sorry, the, the door opened behind you. That's very, oh, very dramatic. Oh, did it? <laughs> <laughs> this is a stage. He staged a little choreography, but yeah. <laughs> so, so you would hope you would hope that <laughs> what you already know that what you're not would get it, but it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's got some pre preordained blind spots, and he may carry on with those blind spots. Yeah, that's why. The message is not the messenger. The messenger isn't the living message. The messenger at best is like a hose so that the water can be directed and pointed in a certain way. Instead of giant gushes of water, <laughs> it can be a little focused direction of the water, yeah? But don't, don't think the hose is the source of the water or is the water, nothing like that. And you know what? the hose doesn't really get wet with all that water running through it. It really doesn't. It keeps its own little plasticity. That's why it's a hose. <laughs> Can you imagine if the hose just melted? I am the ocean. You just turn into a big puddle. No. Yeah. This is like a reed, just like they have musical instruments. 
there's the wind, but they, they, the, the reed, the wind goes through it and then it plays different notes. This is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But something in you, something in, well, this is in what we are, that what you are knows that this is an imaginary place. It doesn't come to that recognition. It knows it already. We may or may not express that, but that knows, yeah? The reality has never been fooled by Maya or illusion or whatever name you want to give it. Reality's never been fooled by any of it. Reality can only be fooled by reality, yeah? So, yeah, that's one take on escape from an imaginary place. Yeah. It's definitely wacky. Like you can't you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know well, the, we did already. We actually huh? did make this stuff up. <laughs> well, <laughs> the uniqueness of uh what you might call like um uh, neurosis or whatever it's 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 uh it's it's wacky yes it is yeah yes it would be nice if all the squares had like a padded cell as the background they should have that in zoom they should have like a padded cell background <laughs> We'd all be sitting in the asylum. <laughs> that would be much better representation of what's actually going on than all the different uh, backgrounds. <laughs> I want to see if Zoom, if I can get a personal background with like a rubber room padded. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Without a straitjacket on, though, hopefully. I know. I'd be free-ranging, a free-range uh, patient. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Randy, it's nice to let the mind run, though. Yes. Let the marathon run out of the closet so it can fucking do some sprints. Yeah. So, so in, that, in that analogy, uh, you were just talking about um the natural incl inclination to express out as like a healthy circulation so is there a difference between kind of letting the marathon sprint and actually letting it express or let's say and involving uh involving others in the expression you know they, like uh there's the the times like the experiences, like temporary experiences where I feel closer to oneness or whatever, where I'm like, you know, especially on like social media, it's like, oh, like I just have all, I just naturally want to express and there's, there's something that I could express to everybody and it feels so natural. But then like, you know, the, the, when that experience fades, it's more like, ah, well, there's a little bit, a little bit of boundaries. I don't really need to be saying this or this. And it's not that important. And then it's like, uh, don't worry about that, bro. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah, those, there's tons of uh, maps of how to navigate that. Yeah. Just, this is just attempting to uh, 
get reestablished in where we already are, so to speak. Yeah. So in fact, there's no need to get reestablished because you already are, but it's like getting reestablished where we already are. And then let's see how things look from there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like letting the, letting it play out, I guess it's like, I'm just wondering how much of a more solitary or private experience that can be. Well, you'll find out by people's response. <laughs> if they unfriend you, maybe, <laughs> maybe you went too far. I don't know. <laughs> that comes with, you know, it's just, to me, the whole point, without the whole point, the other shit's pointless, really, because what what gets reinforced is what we're not conscious of, the identification as something else. Yeah, I would. That is that's a big enough fish to fry, and to look at. And then what happens while living and doing that and doing this? Uh, yeah, that'll be addressed by you know. Uh, observation reflection and stuff like that you'll see what will work and doesn't work by going through it you know like jesus said this thing and who cares you know jesus no jesus about throwing pearls before a swine yeah? right i don't rush in let's say to a recovery center where people are totally screwed they just they just put down the the crystal meth an hour ago and I'm talking, uh, there is no addict, there's no this, there's no that. You know, if, if someone is in a house and it's on fire, I'm not going to talk to, there is no house, there is no fire. Yeah. I'm going to get them a pail of water. Yeah. So, you so know? I actually, I had, a, I had something, yeah. So, so as far as believing in Maya or believing in the illusion, it's one of the most convincing seemingly isolated moments where you've said before like uh uh the feeling of being cast out from home permanently and it's like uh whatever you've said like i'm never getting back i'll never i'll yeah. never get back so i almost i had a, a oh, it'd be fun to ask you like if you had a time machine and you could go back to whatever paul who was a devout spiritual seeker and Paul was convinced that he'd never get back. And you just hopped in your time machine. Like, would you, <laughs> would, do you think that you needed to go through that? Or do you think that you would have appreciated maybe having time saved? I don't know. This is always the million dollar question. Right? It's hypothetical, theoretical, but it's fine. Did what you did as an action figure lead you up to a certain point? Well, in the action figure story, that's the way we look at it. We think it's a linear process and you did this, you do that. But in fact, I don't see it that way. So if I had a time machine, I'd go back before Paul. <laughs> I wouldn't stop at any of the local stops of Paul. I'd go before Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have a sense of that now. Yeah. <laughs> My idea of if something was supposed to happen, it did. 
And if it wasn't supposed to happen, it didn't, basically. <laughs> That's how I see it. Yeah. Whatever, however was put to use, who knows? The Course in Miracles speaks about it a lot, which is uh, we may be in, the, in, in a time event called dreaming oneself out of the dreaming. And as we are dreaming once ourselves out of the dreaming, the dream will get happier. Yes? I would say that's been my experience. Yeah. Now, do you need to know that you're dreaming yourself out of dreaming? No, you don't. <laughs> this, well, that's has like, very I... limited, this has a very limited need to know. It does. I mean, you don't want to give it too much. So, no. <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's strange for sure. Like, because I can definitely uh, I can relate to that feeling of being like, oh, like I totally screwed myself over spiritually uh, or whatever. And then you're, it's like a, an actual sense of distance or, or whatever. But then now it's like, I'm here with you. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's like, I, I want hey, listen, it. To make this. <laughs> listen, Rand, if it's a reliance on that voice in one's head, that voice is on a time delay, yeah? So I would say there's one bus stop we all end at, yeah? And that's death. So if you're listening to that which comes after the moment, it's gonna be yapping and then there'll be a death and that, that voice will shut down with the body and you will seemingly miss that one moment of the passing away. Yeah? Do you imagine if you have faith in that thought system and in the last two breaths in your life, just before you're going, it tells you, you really blew it, Randy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's already going on all the time. <laughs> so, right yeah. now, right now, start getting this idea in that these are not your thoughts. Like, listen to the old talking head song. This, is this my beautiful wife? Is this my beautiful house? These are not your thoughts, yes? Just start seeing things now. They'll pay off in the long run. <laughs> yeah, this, this is already however many years downstream from whenever I found you on YouTube or whatever. So that's it's interesting for sure. Oh, great, bro. I got to go to another person. Oh, it's yeah, nice yeah. It was great to, great to see you. Good Thanks, see you. Wacky. Right. Me and Randy. <laughs> Love you. Dave. Love you, Randy. Dave. Randy. I didn't even hear what he said. <laughs> I said, Thanks, Wacky. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all wacky. <laughs> Your collar is wacky. <laughs> go ahead, James. um hey so man by now whatever big wisdom bomb i wanted to drop on you guys i've forgotten already so but i love to participate anyway just because i just do and um <laughs> i it, it really is this is a, a, as good as an aa meeting or better sometimes i just but like all meetings you know i start thinking i've got something to share and then i realize it's the 
action figure that has some agenda and then and then someone will call on me and I'll be surprised by what I say because I didn't have a chance to think it all through, you know. But um, just to echo what everyone else has said, this um, having these um, Zoom meetings has taken what's been kind of going on for a few years, watching your videos on um, YouTube. And going through what like the course calls a lot of level confusion where I'm trying to apply this to that. And, um, and, and it's just helped it all sort of coalesce a little bit. And, and, um, I guess to keep with the metaphor of the ocean, it's like, you know, in my addiction, I was all on the surface, you know, with all the agitation and always seeking some, and the drugs would help me sort of sink below all that, you know, um, the, you know, I got sober and then, and then really the spiritual seeking became almost like all the agitation on the surface. Again, I was all caught up in that and not getting a lot of relief. And this has helped me sort of sink back down into the, into the bigger body of the water where I can see the act, you know, the agitation's still up there, but I'm not, I'm not getting bobbed around by it so much. So anyway, that's my, I think that's what hey, James, I James, yes, that's just a, just a wonderful share. That's the whole point. This is the whole point. Traveling lighter seems to get, sometimes it seems very underappreciated, but it's so beautiful. It's, it's an allowance of so many other possibilities. Yeah. It's, so traveling it's not, lighter, hmm? no. it's not a trivial thing when you've, when you've spent over a half a century under the, inf, you know, being knocked around on the surface all the time. And you didn't even know that there was this, there was anything else available. And then when you start thinking to yourself, the level at which you really believed you were so contained, it's laughable it becomes funny to think you were that yes. at some point. Yeah. You know, even, when, even when the shit's hitting the fan a little bit sometimes, it's funny to think at one point I thought that was like really, I'm not saying you don't respond when the IRS sends you a letter, <laughs> but there was a time where I'd spend three weeks in fetal position nearly puking before I'd make the call, you know, <laughs> like if, Anyway, and you were not that, and you were not that. Yeah. I'll shut up, but I love you guys, and thanks for doing these. I'm good to see you, James. Yeah, thanks. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to see everybody. Really, call look uh, everyone. So, anyone else, Mike? Nick, Mike, whoever. I'm sorry, everyone on the plane. Um, the, cap the captain fell else? asleep. The captain's asleep at the in the cockpit. Yeah, <laughs> it's autopilot. No, point. Nick was uh, barring the controls. So. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> um, so anyone else? I'm going to pass the controls back to Nick. So, oops, there we go. There he is. Okay, I'm unmuting Johan. What's the time? Mm. All right. Yeah.
Go ahead. Right, go on. Thank you that I could be here. <laughs> um, what I would like to ask about Rander, uh, could you talk a little bit about it? About what? Could you talk about Surrender? Oh, Surrender. For me, it's again. Uh, all right. So, Surrender again, obviously, is is of the action figure. Yes, the world. Yeah. It's an expression yeah. that. Uh, down. You can email me, which you already know. It's going to be an expression that will take the form of a person. Yes. And let's just talk about surrender in a lot of ways. And then the most absolute way was presented by Ramana, where he says, well, when the idea of surrender, uh, who is it that's going to surrender? Whom is going to surrender to what? Yeah. So basically, in the absoluteness, there is no surrender. Yeah. But here. So, and for me, the surrender came out of, uh, an event yeah I don't believe you can know what surrender is I can be, I, I believe you can be struck by surrender and then watch what happens when that effect expresses but I don't believe you can know it yeah now I can know it because I had the free sample yeah so I got struck sober uh, the last day I was drinking yeah and uh, something happened and i was i was convinced which i didn't know i had the ability to be but i do know now i have the ability to be convinced which is a great quality which means to believe with certainty so life had been trying to get my attention for a while and it finally just made did an exclamation point on me <coughs> which was you know, you're fucked, yeah, basically, and you're not managerial quality, you know, and I got it through and through. I realized what I most needed to do, I could not do for myself, but something else could do it through me, yeah, and so there was a surrender, not to any greater power, there was a surrender to the facts of my life, which was, uh, I was a drug addict and an alcoholic, and I was powerless over alcohol and drugs, and I was powerless over the, orig the original drug, which is self, and uh, my managing was the cause of my life being unmanageable, so, and that happened about, as an event, 30-something years ago, has never come up for review or debate. It's just been a fact in this life. And it's, it's incredible when something's a fact, but it's not a fact for you. And then it is finally, things really get clear. Yeah, the horse is in front of the car. And so from that point on, I knew what surrender was, at least for this. So then I could entertain surrender. Yeah, it was a possibility I could surround. And then what happened, it led to uh, a state called surrendered, really, in my feeling. So for uh, the biggest agitation actively in this life, other than, you know, the head itself, was addiction to drugs and alcohol. 
it provoked a lot of fucking agitation and consequences, a lot, a lot of effects. It tattooed me from head to toe. And for that to be removed and never for the head to have a strong thought or a feeling about it, that was something else. That was an incredible demonstration. And uh, that was the after effects of the surrender. That's what I've seen happen. So, yeah, I can entertain surrender, but I don't believe uh, you can arrive there through, uh, through thought and shit like that. I just think it's like what we were talking about before. I would put it in the category of grace another grace yeah so who knows if that was ever going to happen it didn't seem like it and then it happened and then that changed everything for the action figure completely for 32 years and uh and along the way non-duality in a sense was another sort of type like that i was convinced of what i was being introduced to I was convinced. I remember one of the satsangs I was at, and I just knew before knowing. I just knew it. I knew it. It had such a ring. It had such an echo. And I knew I had, there was no effort on my part that could blow that out. Yeah. It was just on. Yeah. And, uh, But how I ever arrived there is mostly seeing what I'm not, you know, never a seeing of what I am because I, I feel I am the seeing. Yeah. So I can't have the joy of seeing what's seen. I have, I have the great joy of seeing what I'm not as not me. And that's an incredible joy. So, uh, yeah, my idea of surrender is a is a the idea is just a little cherry on top of the whole cake the cake is a sense feltness like a sense felt memory of that moment in that trailer when everything changed when something just bypassed the head and went somewhere else in what i am and i was convinced of that which nothing had convinced me of really no human power could do it or had did it had done it yet something did it something allowed it to come to pass so yeah so i have a sense of surrender which is um hmm. and then with the idea of non-duality it takes you back to well who was there to, to surrender and to whom you know who was going to surrender so basically, I don't believe one negates the other. I think they, one appears in time, one is in timelessness. I, I see no confusion in the surrender of an addict to the idea of a higher power or, you know, that there's no one to surrender. I think they both are, they're both possibilities. One is of time, one is timeless. Yes, yeah. So... I, when I speak with a lot of people, I find a lot of conflict between the idea of what the absolute is 
and how it's going to fit into the relative or whatever, yeah. as if yeah. there's a, there's like water and oil. I don't see it that way. I see it very, I see it as inclusive. It's inclusive. What is appearing in the, the content is appearing in the context. Yes. Yeah. At the same time, there's always no time in the, in the linear experience of time. There's always no time. Yeah. So I don't see this. I don't see it as a, you know, I'm not a believer in this awakeness has to integrate into the relative. I don't see well, who's going to fucking conduct that situation. Yeah. It will do what it wants to do. If it shows up and moves a lot of things. Wow. If it shows up and doesn't move a damn thing. Wow. Yeah. And I don't think it has any rote way of going about what it wants to do or not. To. I don't, I don't see any kind of, choreograph steps that can occur yeah yeah so but i do feel uh, the importance of a sense feltness about everything yeah i think that's the most to me the greatest knowledge isn't known it's felt it's, yeah. it's a sense feltness i don't mean feel like skin i mean feel like uh awareness with tentacles you know feel like that yeah that to me is the greatest knowledge is 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 felt not known i don't give a shit about knowledge knowing but i that sense feltness of knowledge i have i uh it holds a lot of value yeah 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 yeah, because I feel all the time as this urge to surrender, but I could not. Because I, I tried to surrender, but um, two minutes later, I, I could not surrender or give up because my mind comes in and say, hey, you have to manage that and I have to manage that. So um, I, I claim it again. And I see it and I say, okay, I like to surrender, but I pull always back and say, okay. I have no control over it after all. And um yeah, just just this waiting that something happened and nothing happened and I have to, to act and okay. Surrender, not surrender, what I, I'm I, I see that I'm not on control. So and um yeah, it's okay. Yeah, see that I find you know everything is a surprise hmm. you can't beckon hmm. you know it's just, just a surprise and i find that it's uh it's not a gift given to you it's going to be used yeah yeah Through you. yeah it's not it's not like oh i've got this great realization i don't see it at all that way i see something is occurred so other things can occur that's all there's no point or meaning or at all with it it's just the way we're the one trying to slap a narrative on it try to make some fucking sense mm. to it but why why just uh i mean sometimes the greatest rides of blindfold yeah the i don't know of zen yeah. i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> I mean, that's the joy. 
that's the joy. Then I'm in a position of finding out. Yeah. So, and just by having the talks, I see people, I think, see, the head is always, can, is always trying to hold us back by promising a future condition. But I'm saying that that future condition is now. And the hoping for it to be in the future is a way of denying it now. Yeah. Why not see that we're, we're all truly in a state of surrender already. Yeah. 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 So, but the, there's a certain denial and then we want to be there to enjoy the event. But I mean, I feel like the inherent condition is the inherent condition. It's not getting reconditioned by us. (laughs) I I don't see it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. yeah, nice to see you, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Johan. Thank you. Hey, Paul. So, so what you were just talking on is we when we were on the other day, there was a guy that was talking about he got up every morning, and he asked to be removed from the bondage of self. Yeah. Yeah. You, you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and basically that's what you were just speaking about. Like yeah. you're yes. trying to you're trying to escape this imaginary place in the future. Yes. And it's it's negating the fact of where you are right now, right? Well, that's what the head wants to do. See the what the head the head can't get rid of now, but it can sort of do it like sleight of hand. So it <laughs> says, Oh yeah. I don't mind you hoping to get the now later, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm giving you me now. (laughs) So I'm the, the mental state is like the old Testament God. It's a jealous God. It will have no other gods before it. So it's okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 you know, I'll bend to your, Oh yeah. You may end up there, but, you're hoping to end up there is denying the fact you are there. Yes, of course. Right, right. This is not a random move. This is a, one of its basic uh, patterns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy with the relief, you know, praying for the relieving, that was demonstrating of just a, a, a pattern of selfie. It's mm-hmm. not a random occurrence. That's one of its basic moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's denying in the hopes of a future condition it's denying the condition you're in yeah mm-hmm. and i don't mean a bad condition what you think the future condition is is a mental mimicking of what the real condition is always always yeah. now 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 it's mm-hmm. trying to avoid it's trying to take our eye off of that yes yeah mm-hmm. and so he was a good share because he wasn't seeing it, then the aperture opened up and he saw it. That's yeah. the whole point of messages is to, uh, like that statement we were using in the big book about without knowing it. Well, mm-hmm. we're replacing that without knowing it with knowing it, or maybe uh, seeing it, yeah? Seeing it wouldn't lead to the following effects that without knowing will lead to, yes? Yeah, yeah. So you see what you're not being manufactured 
And of course, sooner or later, the, the eye will be off the manufacturing and you'll get the sense of seeing, yeah? And then you have arrived at where you never left, so to speak, yeah? Yeah. Well, you you, you you talked about something earlier and you said, like, and this is like he, when he was talking the other day, it was like the possibility to be free from that was not available until that landed the other day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but see, that, that was just the withholding. And the only thing that can withhold it is this idea of time. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you get weaned, if there's a weaning off of that, that's the magic trick. The magic tricks, it's, it's, uh, it's accomplishment, seeming accomplishment is of time, time, yeah? So when you see, <laughs> when that thing comes up now, it says it was here before, you see? It presents itself now as a historical thing, yeah? So it's never, I'm the seeing, it's I was the seer. Yeah? Right. Therefore, I'm the seer now. Mm -hmm. See, it doesn't derive, the seeing is claimed to imply the seer in its little logic. Yeah? What mm -hmm. we're doing is, you can see that step. The seeing, you can never see because you're the seeing. Mm -hmm. So you can see the first step that seems to move away from the seeing because you're the seeing. You're not the first step. You're the seeing of the first step. When the first step shows up, it says you're the first step and you've always been the first step. So it replaces the seeing with this idea of being the seer. Yeah? Yes. And it's what we're looking for is the seeing. And therefore what we're looking for, we are what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. But we don't see it that way because we're looking, yeah? We're looking from a manufactured position. And mm -hmm. if you don't question that, everything is going to be questioned from that. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the reference. Mm -hmm. So all the knowledge that makes sense to this is insane, truly. Mm -hmm. It's insane knowledge. But we think it makes total sense. It's insanity. Just see what you're not. So he saw it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. today he didn't have to pray to be relieved of the bondage of self. <laughs> he had the sense of being relieved of the bondage of self. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is exactly what the message is about. Why delay the inevitable now? Yeah. yeah it's more like the prayers. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's honoring and grateful because what you were so hoping for is an inherent condition, really. And the beautiful thing is, the you that you're not has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Like in Zen, this is the gateless gate. This is the open secret. Yes? There's no fucking toll that has to be paid. Yeah? It's always available at all times, right? Where we are, with no requirement necessary. How are you going to arrive there? You'll just see all that you're not, and you'll, you'll be... You will never arrive there. You've never left there. Yeah. All of these things, all of these statements, the mental state makes is declaring that you, you've left there or you never were there. Yeah. It's always based on an assumption that's not factual. And then it judges everything based on that assumed fact. 
then false evidence constantly appears real to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. It constantly keeps appearing real to us. Yeah? Because we are the dreaming. We're the triggering of everything. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, we were talking about the other day, thoughts aren't playing on my forehead out to you? <laughs> the, whole, the whole mental system's playing to an audience. Not my head, but what I am. It's trying to convince what I am that it's something else. Mm. Yeah. Constantly, all day. Mm. If, if that was me, would it have to think about drinking? It would have just went out and drank. Yeah. But no, there's a given tug because there's something else that knows fucking better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's trying to convince that to go along with the fucking plan. Once it goes along with the plan, the first agenda is a seeming forgetting of that. You forget <laughs> what you are by being identified as what you're not. Yeah? And then you start mourning the loss of what you are, you know, as from the point of view as what you're not, but you never lost what you are. It's only appearing to be true. Yeah? Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Good to see you. Oh, great to see both of you. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I hope I see you live soon. You and Ted yeah. and everyone yeah. down. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. do dinner next time you're down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not at that place we went to. No. no <laughs> <one showed> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> All right, Mike, you have anyone else? Uh, no, I don't see any. Oh, fantastic. Why you guys want to go? <laughs> hey, Ben at the bottom. <laughs> the square is getting a little tight on me. Ben? Gotta take, gotta take the square off. Yeah, Amanda is saying Ben. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Ben. Hi, Ben. About the surrender. I was in um, the sea in Brazil. And I'm quite a good swimmer, but um, I've never been in an undertow before. Or I think you call it a riptide. And yeah. I got caught in a riptide. And it was like swimming on a kind of running machine where you're just swimming on the spot. So it wasn't like I'm getting dragged under. It's just I could see the beach and I was getting no nearer. You know, it was about 10 minutes and you start getting yeah. really tired. And um, in the end, I just gave up and I laid on my back. And these thoughts came. I just say goodbye to my family and I just drift out to sea. And maybe a fishing boat or something will pick me up. And then um, this download or whatever came about of trying a different way. I won't bother going on about it. But basically, I got out by swimming parallel to the beach. And um, it, it's like, you know, like you were saying, you know, it's not, and somebody said that they're trying to surrender. Well, good luck with that. You know, it's something that happens to you, isn't it? I mean, I'm not saying that this has now resulted in me being, despite the fact I'm always laying on my back here, it doesn't mean that I'm I'm laying on my back and letting life throw throw through me like some kind of (laughs) thing. But um, it was a lesson, you know, that because we kind of are always trying to trying to swim in this ocean, and um, it was a kind of a a lesson from like you're saying about the higher power it's not it's not like there's a heart that we're disconnected from a higher power and then we connect with it we're always connected with a higher power but we get in the way of it that's what it feels like to me 
Good to see you, Ben. Yeah. yeah I know lovely, this was lovely to be here. It was a very, this very was uh, a heroic effort to sit up. I know. It was. It was. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and rest now for a while. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's that, which I think it is, eh? it is. Yeah. Let's say hello to everybody. There's a lovely lady here. I can't see the name. Hold on. Avishad, Avishad, we've seen you on Saturday, yes? Amanda from New Jersey, nice to see you, honey. Do you know Nicoletta and everyone? No? You're, yeah, you're not from Dover, are you? Never mind, never mind. Sharon, you'd probably deny it anyway. <laughs> Sharon, Drew, Celia, good to see you, honey, again. Randy, you're still inside, that's good. Johans. Keith, fantastic. Julia, fantastic, Julia. Yes. We got Gary here. We got Rajwinda. Nice to see you, Rajwinda. Jeff, you look at Blacks. Nice to see you. Rondine, Hills, very nice. Fritz, my main man. Raja, we got Stacy back. Stacy, how are you? Great, fantastic. All right, we got Fritz again. I get the same page. Dimitri there. We got ZZ. Oh, that's Izzy. Izzy, nice to see you. Mike and Nancy. Let's see everyone else. I got you guys. I got, oh, Nick, Judith, James, George, Deepak, Carl, Carl, Z, my main man, Kurt and Linda. Yes, Bill and Maria. I don't know where they went. All these others. All right. I want to thank you. A, uh, we're hey. going to be back. Uh, we'll be back Saturday at 1.30, and we're here tomorrow at 10.30 Pacific time uh, for a recovery group. And, um, yeah, I think we're, we're going to have a new – we're going to clean up the website, I think, and we're going to have a, a link for shirts and other things you can buy, Zen Bitslap, uh uh yeah then bit slap things whatever yeah Dimitri just showed up or he's got a box anyway oh yeah and then what we're gonna do some of the shirts you can either keep the bitch on or take it off so if it bothers you so it'll just either be zen slap or zen bitch slap <laughs> political correctness <laughs> thanks paul now let me see Dimitri. where is he where is Dimitri? Oh my God, Julie. Nice to see you. Nice. I don't see you, Dimitri, but thanks for everything. I know you haven't done anything yet, but thanks. Thanks a lot, Paul. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Fantastic, Yusef. Let's see Yusef here. Oh, Jan Sul. Jan Sul, how are you? Jan Sul's there. Yes, just saying hello, Roger. Roger, are you in a, like a dungeon area? <laughs> dungeon or just just in a uh, just in a car park actually in a car, so uh, it looks a little bit dark. Oh yeah, good to see you, Paul. All right, good to see you, Yansu. Yansu, good night. Just saying hello over there. Bye bye. Nice to see you. Julia again, Fritz again. 
Uh, Julia again. I got the same page. All right. I'll see everybody soon, I hope. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Hey, Mike. Dick, yeah, thanks so much. Cool. And uh, Mike, yeah, call me if you want later. You like my rubber room, Paul? See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> or just, are you guys going to keep it. it open for a while? Yeah. Are you keeping it open for a while? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, well, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Thank, thank you, Paul. Hey, you're welcome. Sharon, nice to see you, Sharon. Uh, I missed you. Why don't you call us and come by one day? Call us. Bring your own tea and stuff. Yeah. All right. Adios. Bye. Bye-bye.